The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. It was announced a short time ago that the province planning to cut thousands of Alberta Health Services jobs in an effort to save uh, millions of dollars. Uh, Health Minister Shandro saying this morning that uh, upwards of 11,000 jobs will be affected. Um, well, 11,000 individuals will be affected by the layoffs, uh, hoping to result in savings of $600 million per year once implemented. He said that no frontline physician or nurse positions are expected to be lost during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, about 9,700 of those jobs are going to be lost through outsourcing support services like laundry and community lab services. We know that about 68% of laundry services in the province in Edmonton and Calgary are already outsourced. Um, David Shepard is the NDP MLA for Edmonton City Centre. He is the official opposition critic for health. David, welcome to the show. Hello, Jill, and thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining me. About two hours ago, uh, you joined uh, uh, Leader Rachel Notley uh, at a news conference that was streamed over a Facebook that I was that I was watching. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Ms. Notley called these cuts irresponsible and stupid. I, I, I'm guessing that you uh, believe or you would agree with her on that. Can you tell us why? Absolutely. I 100% stand with Rachel, as do uh, all of my colleagues with the Alberta NDP caucus on this. I mean, frankly, to be destroying 11,000 jobs in the midst of an economic crisis, to create a whole other level of chaos in Alberta hospitals in the midst of a global pandemic uh, is incredibly ill thought, as Rachel put it, is absolutely stupid. Uh, this is a time when we need stability in our healthcare system. This is a time when we should be working with our frontline workers and all of the services that provide the essential supports that allow them to protect and support Albertans' health. This is not a time when we should be increasing the uncertainty and instability that's already been caused by a lot of the UCP's very poor choices, including their war on Alberta doctors, which has also been going on during this global pandemic. David, um, we we take a look. And we we heard a lot today about uh, frontline workers, about frontline workers, and they wouldn't be cut. And uh, you're also taking exception to that. Um, Ms. Notley said, you know, the fact is, and 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 she believes that some of these workers are in fact frontline workers. Um, can you expand on that? Absolutely. Uh, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that Jason Kenney and Tyler Shandler would suggest that uh, the Albertans who provide crucial services like cleaning rooms, washing the bedding, uh, cleaning up after uh, Albertans that need that support, you know, cleaning up vomit or other things. Uh, In the midst of a global pandemic, these are folks that are providing essential services, which are helping to protect Albertans' health, which are helping to contain the spread of the COVID-19 virus in our health care facilities. To say that these folks are not frontline workers, that they are not an essential part of our healthcare system is frankly insulting and shows a very poor understanding. When you add into that that he is including frontline laboratory workers, so this premier has praised these very same workers and many of the people that have kept that system going for making Alberta the leading jurisdiction in Canada in terms of the testing system, which has allowed us to keep uh, control of the COVID-19 pandemic. So to suggest that these individuals do not play a crucial frontline role in healthcare, I think is absolutely ridiculous. 
Mr. Shepard, uh, Ms. Notley said uh, that this move uh, harms our chances for economic recovery as we're slowly trying to claw our way out of, you know, this double, triple whammy that we've been dealing with over the past uh, over the past while. How does this harm our economic recovery? Well, certainly this is incredibly concerning, Jalen, particularly for economies and rural communities. So let's be clear. Uh, People aren't going to be losing their jobs or uh, as a result of these changes in my community here of Edmonton City Centre. At least that's not where the majority of the impact is going to be. It's going to be out in the rural communities where local people, the partners and spouses of individuals who lost work during the, uh, during the downturn due to the drop in the price of oil. These are the people who work in those communities who have good jobs providing food services, providing laundry services, providing support to their local hospital. These are the people that are looking to potentially lose their jobs as they look at this consolidation and privatization of these services. That will do direct damage to those local economies, which depended on those individuals to be able to support local businesses in the midst of an economic downturn. Many of those communities are hurting badly, and they are the same communities that this government is driving out rural doctors from. These are the same communities where the government is now talking about consolidating and reducing services at local emergency departments. This is all going to have an effect on those communities, their ability to continue to keep the local economies going, and in that, in the midst of an economic crisis and a global pandemic. David Shepard is the NDP MLA for Edmonton City Centre, the official opposition critic for health. Mr. Shepard, the fact of the matter is, is that costs need to come down in health care. They have to. I mean, this has been talked about for as long as I've been in this province, coming up on two decades now. So you doing something is not the answer. What would the NDP suggest be done? So indeed, we were working uh, collaboratively with uh, with a lot of our frontline workers, for example, working with physicians to uh, find ways that we could reduce costs on the front lines collaboratively without having that impact on frontline uh, front patient care. We were continuing to work with, uh, with AHS and look at other ways that we could find savings that would not have these sorts of detrimental impacts on frontline patient care. And we recognize that, of course, we have increasing challenges now with an aging population, with uh, the global pandemic and other things which do require some investment to address. But there are opportunities, there are some steps that are being taken that are reasonable ways to try to achieve these savings. Uh, the steps that are recommended in here to work to find more ways to provide care for people outside of the hospital, to ensure that we are providing proper support for primary care in the, in the community so that people do not have to access the ER department instead. And unfortunately, those are all ways in which we are seeing this government, in fact, move backwards. They are driving the family doctors out of these communities. They are making it more difficult for them to keep their doors open with putting caps on patient visits, which is driving more people to the emergency room. So there are smart, careful, thoughtful ways we can do this, but that is not what we're seeing from this government. We are seeing them as part of their ideological drive to make more okay, room so for American style private profit okay, in this public welfare system. <laughs> I appreciate your passion on this one, but when you talk when you when you talk about there being smart, thoughtful ways of doing doing this again, um, you know where are those? Where have they been outlined? Have they been, have 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 you has anyone suggested them to to uh, Tyler Shandro and and his party? I mean, I guess here's the thing. Uh, 
you know, Mr. Shepard, I mean, this goes back and forth. It's a, it's a tit for tat, right? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And um, we can sit here and, and, and bitch about it all we want. But the fact of the matter is, I mean, something has to get done. And I, I don't want to get into uh, a game of this party says this, this party says this. I want to know exactly what your party would suggest to make changes to find efficiencies. So, again, as I said, Jalen, uh, we were starting to take these steps as a government. You know, uh, my colleague Sarah Hoffman, in her time as a minister, often talked about making sure that people could find the right care in the right place at the right time. Those are the kinds of thoughtful, systemic changes that need to happen in the healthcare system. So, again, working to uh, provide the opportunities for people to be able to see their family doctor in the community, working to increase the access to the uh, PCN model and others to provide that care in the community. Communities, working to develop better payment plans to support clinics and providing that work so that people are not caught in the ER, making investments to increase the number of long-term care spaces. And indeed, we made that promise as a government, and we followed through 2,000 new long-term care spaces, which means that less people were caught taking up a hospital bed, which is the most expensive place for someone to be. So these are the kinds of measures that you introduce systemic reform in the system to that does not cost quality uh, or people's experience in the frontline patient care. Mr. Shepard, um, in the news conference that was held a short time ago, um, Ms. Notley also said that the UCP government plans to impose um, uh, new costs on home care and long-term care. Where are you getting that information from and, and what do you know about that, about what, what could be next? So indeed, in the uh, implementation plan from Alberta Health Services that was released today, it does outline uh, a number of steps, like you mentioned. So it outlines uh, introducing a new copay for home care. Now, currently about 50,000 Albertans across the province receive home care services. They are proposing now introducing a copay. That would mean those individuals have to pay more out of pocket to access that service. And in this document, it talks about introducing a copay now for drugs in long-term care. So that was something that was actually in the Ernst & Young report, which came out earlier this year, and now AHS has said that isn't something they intend to introduce. And it specifically also states that they intend to increase the accommodation charges for uh, seniors in long-term care and supportive living. So that's for uh, room and board and food. Currently, uh, people pay for those. They don't pay for the medical services that are provided, but they pay for those accommodation charges. And Alberta Health Services, under direction from the UCP government, intends to raise those costs for Albertans. So that's directly in the report, and that is what we are talking about. And again, this is steps this government is taking during a time of incredible uncertainty, economic crisis, and a global pandemic to drive up costs on Albertans. Uh, Mr. Shepard, it's uh, it's uh, this this file on both sides of uh, both sides of the of the houses is something else to to watch, but it has been for years now as well. I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. We'll continue to watch uh, your word coming out from the NDP as well as uh, the word coming out from the UCP, and we'll uh, we'll continue to try to compare them. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. Thanks for having me, Jalen. Yeah, you betcha. David Shepard, the NDP MLA for Edmonton City Centre, the official opposition critic uh, for health.